Ohio, uh, somewhere in there, right? The example has to be set because at the end of the day, if you're not it through and through, people know they pick up on that and it becomes this new source of anxiety. And that, that was me, right? I wanted to be this like world changing, life changing person, but I knew at the end of the day, like I wasn't that, right? I wasn't someone, I was someone who was leading by example, but maybe like just the outward facing stuff. Everything that I was doing behind the scenes wasn't anything to be replicated. And it shows. It shows up in places that you don't want it to. And I know that it showed up in the amount of never-ending anxiety that I had. I knew, even if no one else did, that I wasn't a good person. And it mattered. And it matters today in my ability to do the work that I'm doing now. Being able to be that person, be a person worth copying means more to me than anything, is more important to me than anything. And I know that I'm not perfect at it, but I know that I get better every day. And that's all that we can ask for. Let's go. Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast, where we do dreams. And finding that alignment in season four has been very important because this is the truth of all the work that the Death of a Dream becomes. And rolling out the first book this season related to that sort of creates this journey and this pathway for people to recover and go after the things that they want in this life. It's moving people through this transition of something doesn't feel quite right. How do I feel my way back there? And I'm excited to be expanding that work in season four and to even be still showing up for what will be the death of a dream and all the beautiful things that we do to change the world together. We've gone through some crazy seasons. We've gone through some more quiet and reserved seasons, seasons of attack, and we're finally experiencing the first season of alignment and building. We have found a foundation, and I am very excited to be building right along with all of you. Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams. First off, I want to go ahead and say that I am ridiculous. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. What a great life this is. Uh, I don't know why I started like that. But I, I, my thought before I came on was, oh my gosh, 
oh, what a cool, cool life. I got to go to a conference this week in a big city. And I ridiculously roll my eyes at myself because there was nothing big city about where I went at all. <laughs> I was in Ames, Iowa, y'all. That's not even Des Moines. It's close. They're friends. They might be enemies, but they're close. Uh, and it is not a big... I have been to much bigger <laughs> cities. <laughs> and I am I am absurd. <laughs> That's what I just want to go ahead and, and throw on out there. Like, I am the most ridiculous. Um, that being said, this life, I don't know how I ever got so blessed. I, uh, I am constantly overwhelmed by how possible all of this is. Um, I don't know. I, I had to explain myself, my business, my goals, um, probably to a list of, I would say about 20 people yesterday and, 20 people that I didn't know that probably didn't know that I existed. Um, certainly didn't a couple of them <laughs> and, you know, bringing people into that fold and really making sure that they understand what this is and how it could impact all of us for the better. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know why me. And I think about that a lot when people are like it early on people, a couple of people had been pushing me to, to do this work, to further this work. And I was like, well, if I don't have to, I don't want to, um, <laughs> you know, but really, as I sat down with some mentors and some of the coaching programs that I had available to me, this is the necessary direction. Um, and I am, I'm not doing great at keeping it all afloat. And while I say that, I probably have... 20 people that are saying, I don't know how you're doing all of this, but you're doing it very well. And I really appreciate that. But it feels like I am not doing anything at all. And I am dropping more balls than I am keeping up. But it's part of that necessary process of <clears throat> learning all of this. And I just know that other than the few people who tapped me on the shoulder and said, you're the one to do this. And then mentors following up with, with similar advice. I, I don't know why, why it was supposed to be me, you know, like, why me? There are so many more, there are just more people who could do this. Um, but for whatever reason, it's just, it's, it's me. And, you know, starting here and building my version of what this would look like is a really powerful experience. 
and knowing, right? I know my whole story. So if you are just tuning in, like you're, you're behind a little bit. Um, but from where we started, which was really this frustrated, broken human looking for healing in her life to where we are now, which is like, I know that I have to change the whole world. And the world today looks like the people right outside of my door, right? And if I can be responsible for those people and love them the way that I know is most impactful in this world and show up as the human being that I that I want to be, um, then over time, like that is how we change the world. We start with anyone who's in front of us, right? Like we help from that standpoint and really we just live, live. And gosh, I was the angry angriest. Most things set me off. <laughs> I was stressed out and, and running aimlessly and I was miserable and I run a thousand times more than I ever did. And there is definitely something different about running towards things you feel called to. <coughs> um, there is something different about running towards what you want, what your heart wants and feels called to. And even though it's mostly a work of heart, um, that's really the only thing that matters. Like once you find alignment with that, with how you're able to show up in this world. And what I will say is it has not been a clean, easy path to this place. Like it has been four years of tears and consistent work and reading and research. <laughs> when I look at my bookshelf, I am overwhelmed by the amount of books and knowledge and things that I gained access to purely by forcing myself to sit down and do something that I said I wanted to do. Like I wanted to read because I wanted to be a reader. <laughs> like uh, when I thought about what my hobbies were and to know that my kids' interpretation of who I was was someone who loves shopping at Target, I thought that was really cool. And then when my values shifted a little bit and when I really started reflecting, like I wanted them to know more about me. And if if I really got what I wanted. I wanted to be a reader and a writer and this, this, this kind of person. And I wanted them to know that about me. 
mom reads. Mom writes. Um, you know, what does your mom like doing? Mom likes riding her bike. She likes these things. And their interpretation of me was really um, very commercial, very consumer driven. And, you know, I think anytime that we see that reflection of ourselves, what we have the opportunity to do when something like that is spoken to us is, is change. And that set that path for me. What are you going to do about it? If you want them to know you as something different, what is it? And for me, most importantly, who are you and what matters to you? Because I would always talk about, well, yeah, I'd love to read if I had time. If I could just sit and, you know, read books all day and be a scholar. Perfect. Well, maybe I can't, right? today. But if that was something that I was able to do, the start to that really was to read. Right? Like, in order to read, I needed to read. In order to be a scholar that read all day, I would have to start by picking up the book that was in front of me because when I was saying that I wasn't reading at all instead of taking any opportunity. And so now to know that reading is a part of just our daily habit, this is how we survive, this is how we thrive and live, um, is really special. But to also know that this journey has been a really long, drawn out journey. This is not something that happens overnight. This is not you waking up at 30 and saying, I don't have any dreams for my life. What's going on? Um, <clears throat> and getting super curious about that. And then everything turns around when you turn 31. Um, it's, it's continuing to stay curious about that. It's continuing to push on that lens and better understand how the world can open up for you and better understand how you want to open the world. And, and, and for those of us tasked with it, how you want to change the world. And I would task everyone with change the world because the world is what's outside your door. And how are you changing that? How are you helping that. And I started at a place where I was resenting the world that was outside my door. I wanted nothing but to escape the world that was outside my door. I thought I was better than most outside my door and that I just lived a little bit above all of them. And that allowed me to look down on everyone, even though I was completely equal you know, my ego lifted me a step higher and I felt like I needed to change the world just because I knew better than everyone. And I can tell you, I, at 30, probably also at 20, was certain that I did. Now the only thing I am certain of is that I have no idea, but I want to help. And... That is quite a shift. That is a, a fast shift 
um, in four years. But what I know is the only way to change from where I started was to just keep showing up in the work, keep reading, keep keep journaling, keep podcasting, keep talking it out. And the more consistently you commit to that work, I believe the sooner that you will get to the place that you want to go. And the more curious you stay in that work, the better it's going to feel. And I feel like this whole person. There is not this underlying anxiety driving who I am and how I show up. And that is a vastly different person from where I started. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. (sighs) So I talk in my first book about this idea of change the world and I had it very, very strongly spoken to me when I was trying to avoid listening to those types of things that just kept whispering. And the more that I tried to avoid it, and I would say that it became increasingly anxiety ridden in my 30s, like that year of 2930 that there was just this, it was, it was turning into a yell and it was hard to do anything, um, but listen to it. And I was like, no, no, no. Don't you see? I am, I am changing people's lives. And the, the whisper kept increasing in volume. And I'm like, no, I am. And I would sort of mark it back to it, you know, in the same way that we, have that conversation when we're trying to get a toddler to do something that they don't want to do the same way that we try to convince a boss that we are right for this job or this promotion. I'm like convincing this whisperer, right? And you may be going, Hannah, you've gone crazy. What are you talking about? I think when we really silence ourselves, that's when those voices come in. It's hard to listen to them because quite frankly, they're usually telling us stuff that we know but that we know is going to be a lot of work, right? And so this voice is saying to me, Hannah, change change people's lives. And I'm like, look, I'm coaching 70 some female athletes under my instruction. I'm coaching. That seems good. And I'm marketing. So I'm helping health systems, right? Like become more accessible and I'm helping health systems improve their processes. And I'm helping health systems apply strategic numbers and analyzation of how their businesses operate. And like, I'm just waiting for that whisper to go, hey, yeah, no, I get it. You're right. You are. Never mind. I'll be quiet over here. And instead, as I kept countering with all of these examples, like, hey, (laughs) these 70 athletes will probably go change other people's lives. So isn't that enough, right? Like, isn't that good whisper? And I'm literally here in my podcast studio, which is a weird bedroom in my house, because this is how we have to grow things in Iowa. Most Palo Alto, right? Like they grow in garages, we would die. So it's a weird bedroom that has no other use. It's too small. Um, In my podcast studio, I'm like looking over the corner and imagining this whisper, which is just like 
a body form formed with the same word repeated in different sizes, but it's saying like, change people's lives, change people's lives, change people's lives. And I'm going, I, I am. And this figure is saying like, no, it's not enough. And we're going to get louder. Like you can't keep silencing us. And I'm like, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Come on. So then I start joining because then I would go to my boss and I'm like, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta do more. I just, I don't feel like I'm, I'm doing enough. Like I'm doing a lot, obviously, because I'm working full time. And I also coach full time, like as a head coach of a program. And I also have two little girls that I'm responsible for. And I just don't feel like I'm doing enough. And this wasn't a, a quest for more crowns. Like I was already wearing enough, but this whisper is saying like, no, do something, change people's lives, do something. And so I start joining for the recommendation of my boss. Like you need more things that fill your bucket. That's probably the problem. So then I start joining volunteer organizations. And I do feel really excited about that because I get to join food programs and I get to help make food more accessible. And, and that makes such a big impact. And how can we use healthcare systems in order to, you know, help develop and get gain access to food? And really, what is the problem and analyzing the problems and coming up with a solution and launching a prescription food program? And, and now I get to see how that's growing because it, it started from you know, this committee that made this happen. And I was the connection to the hospital and it's still something that's going and growing. And that's super cool. Um, and after I joined that and started doing that and looking for more organizations to help, that voice is still over in that corner and it's getting louder. And I'm like, no, look, 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 we're, we're doing this prescription thing. Like, I <laughs> I added more to my plate. I'm filling my bucket. This feels great. Like, don't you know? Change people's lives. Um, okay. Well, I kind of thought that I was doing like I'm doing a lot. And it's just like still shaking its head. Like, no, 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 no. Change people's lives. And I'm like, but but look. But look. I, I, I am. And I think deep in my heart somewhere, I knew, I knew that wasn't the quest that I was supposed to be on. And it's funny because I would always be answering that call and I don't know, but like, I remember saying specific things to myself that like when I worked in retail at the buckle for a lot of years, um, through college, and after college, that's what I would always say to myself. Buying a great pair of jeans is life-changing. And it is. I recommend everyone go and get fitted for a great pair of jeans. It can change your life. But I sort of always knew that that wasn't a deep enough call. That wasn't an answer to that. And I knew that I would leave there eventually. But right, I'm still just convincing it like, saying that, hey, a good pair, a great pair of jeans can really change your life. And it it can, but I knew that that wasn't the answer to that whisper. And I sort of spent years from 18 to 30 
explaining to this whisperer that, like, I'm good. Ah, you're going to keep talking to me, but I'm not going to do anything. I don't understand what you're saying. I am changing people's lives. You don't get it, whisperer. I am. Look at all of these examples. Here are more examples. Do you want me to add more? And the result of adding more really caused me to get in this burnout scenario where I wasn't winning anywhere in life. And I specifically write about that in my book, this inability to sit in silence. And for me, sitting in silence meant I had to sit with that whisper and I knew I wasn't living up to it. I knew that I was marketing to it and convincing it to just be quiet. Um, But I knew that I wasn't living up to the potential that I was being tasked with. Like, we said change people's lives. And then I'm going, okay. Um, uh, People's? Change people's lives. What? That, that is a real deep, deep call. I don't understand. And, and it's like, yes, you do. You know what to do. And I knew that I felt called to to do a podcast. I knew that I felt called to write books. I knew that I felt called to like just help people dream, right? Like figure that out. I don't know. I always felt so called to this understanding of human behavior and motivations and what causes someone. And I was forever fascinated, even when I was a kid with this question, what causes someone to go become the president or 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 an Olympian or a division one athlete or like what is the difference between those people? What is the makeup? What makes them? And part of my coaching at the school that I coached at was helping to understand this. Like, did being surrounded by people like that make a difference because we know that being surrounded by people who have had success, right? Like you are the result of the five people that you spend the most time with. Then if you were spending the most time with people who had a lot more access and opportunity, does that give you more yourself? And yeah, obviously. Um, but I needed to see, I'd never been in one of those environments and coaching in one of them at a private Catholic school gave me my first glance at it. And then I began to understand that that does have a huge influence. And how do you get around more people like that? And how do you become one of those people? Right. And I just didn't know how to get this whisper, which had then become a yell, even though I was like, hey, I'm going to yell back at you just so you know. Um, Quit yelling at me, first off. (laughs) You're making me nervous. Uh, But I am doing that work. And it would just keep yelling. And eventually I had to just settle and get back to nothingness. And I can say that that step was one of the harder steps of all of them that I had taken. 
But in order to change the world or change people's lives, I think you really have to be able to change your own. And I knew that if I was going out being this angry, spiteful, hateful person, like I wasn't someone worth copying. If I couldn't keep my cool and right and show people, right, become the example, then what why would anyone follow me? Why would anyone look at me and say, that's a person that's going to change the world? They just wouldn't. They wouldn't be able to. And I I wanted to be different, right? Like not ego-driven and connected to what my kids would know as like this target aficionado, um, what my kids would know as um, a mother who had depth. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think if that's what you feel um, excited about, it's awesome. I wanted a different experience. I wanted my kids to know what their mom's hobbies were. And I do enjoy shopping. You should know that. Um, <laughs> but I enjoy reading. I enjoy designing. Um, I enjoy riding bikes. I believe that I could enjoy paddleboarding. I really think it's like the greatest, most serene um, activity that I have ever participated in. I think it's so complicated. I enjoy yoga um, for that those same reasons. I now, instead of struggling to stay in silence, I appreciate silence and I enjoy activities that encourage silence. And all because the second that I started this podcast, even though I wasn't answering all of the calls that I would inevitably be called to, the whisper stopped completely. And the whisper only came back when I was trying to decide if I would take this next leap on what would become local now. And it came back for a couple of weeks when I was in debate as to whether or not I would do that. And I know that it was just encouraging me to take the step to do that work. And I love writing from the perspective of who I am and, and where I've been. I love that this personal journal podcast is an example of that. And you really can track back the whole story. I mean, you got a lot of work ahead of you, but the person I am today and the person I started as are the same person but essentially completely different. It feels like a whole different life in four years. And 
the person that I started as and the person who I was could not have changed the world, could not have changed people's lives. And not because I wasn't doing life-changing work. I absolutely was because I wasn't leading a life-changing example. Like maybe on the outside, but on the inside, it was a cover-up. I knew that when I got home, I was the kind of person who needed relief and reprise and needed to come home and vent and angrily call out everything that went wrong. And while there is still a place for that, um, that isn't where I spend my time anymore. And that was where I spent all of my time. Usually I would have about seven angry phone calls after any given day of mine. And while what I projected was a person who was changing the world, who I really was, wasn't capable of being that all the way through. And now this person, this person can change the world and can change people's lives. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you support any creative that is doing work. And that's simple. Just comment, like, share, review things for them so they keep bringing their art into this world changing it and making it a more beautiful place. You can do that with all of this work here. Feel free, share, review. I write and post every weekday just to help expand my own light in hopes that it helps expand others. And you can find me at hannahness.channel on all socials. Help follow and share and expand this work. And you can find all of my offerings and products at hannahness.channel as well. Change the world.